look at you, girl. Walking around, confidence and a smile. No one can take the crown. Bask in her glory. A crown tells a story of the queen that dwells inside. Yeah. A crown. Adjust your crown, sis. Respect the crown. Gabrielle. And I'm Shauna. And this is Her Crown Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Hey, hey. I am so excited. It is yet again hump day. So, yes, looking forward to this week, being over and being able to spend quality time doing nothing. Yes. (laughs) But how are you guys doing today? I'm doing all right over here. Um, Just, you know, another day, another dollar. Work we hustle. Got that right. What's going on with you, Shauna? Man, I'm doing okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Stop. What's wrong? Okay. You know, I just got some, had some running around to do some things to do. Try to get done off my checklist. And some things got done, some things didn't get done. But, you know, I would say it was more productive than I anticipated. So well, that's that might be driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, unfortunately, life throws us curveballs. We have these plans and they never work the way we want them to they always have some type of hiccup and it's being able to overcome those and we all do right oh yeah life is busy happening while you're making plans (laughs) (laughs) right right it's like um no I'm pretty sure it's that that clock is wrong that's not what time it is mm -mm. but yeah so speaking of which nothing ever goes as according to plan and today we're going to talk a little bit about things that we all probably have a little bit of experience dealing with and it's going to be dating (sighs) so much to talk about when it comes to dating uh I, i i just i still don't get it i'm still trying to get it in my 30 plus years of life i'm trying to Gain, get a hold of it. Yes, yes. The married Let one. Me, wait. Right. Like, what you need to get? Your, your, your dating days are over. <laughs> no, 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 no. And see that—that's the first mistake that women make. You are always dating your husband or your spouse. You're always okay. dating. So don't ever think because you get married, you're not dating. So yeah, but you're not dating the way that we are dating. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you you definitely gotta keep it fresh, keep it fun and entertaining in your relationship. But you're not dating how we date. As a whole, right? Levels, levels. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are both correct in that one, and you know, this 2021 dating is definitely different from dating in the past. Yeah, And I will say with all of these online dating sites, there's so many options out here, but I don't know if I could be doing this. Like, I mean, what do you guys think about this online dating? 
I mean, just be happy that you missed that. <laughs> <laughs> so you already had your locked in before that thing got popping. Uh, I was real skeptical about it first. And I still am um, after going through it. I was like, first of all, it just didn't seem natural or organic to me to, you know, meet somebody online and, you know, try to, with the intention of like, dating and getting to know them or whatever romantic girl i'm too busy watching the id channel (laughs) that id channel got me like no that's okay y'all go right ahead y'all go right ahead (laughs) nah that's okay it's so crazy but my i was not into it my uh, and i had actually gotten out of a relationship with somebody i've been with for like maybe two and a half years we had been dating on and off and I was and I took a break I just needed a break from it so I wasn't dating for a while and then my friend like you need to get back into it you don't want one of these sites and stuff and I'm like girl you crazy like why would I even subject myself to that <laughs> and she was like oh no it's not and then she was telling me to try out tinder of all things oh no, like, no. Like, tinder is the place <laughs> you go for hookups like so I'm, I'm like I'm not looking for somebody to just hook up with like if I'm gonna date I want a date day. You know what I'm saying? Like right. with the intentions of, you know, it potentially going somewhere with that type of understanding. That's not to say it will, but with, with the understanding that we want to get to know each other to see if it can go somewhere. Right. Right. And she's like, no, no, it's not just like that. I have friends that have met their partners on there and she was actually in a relationship. Well, I don't know what you call that, what that was. So she, thought she, was, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> she thought she was in a relationship with a guy that she met on Tinder, but apparently he Woo. was in a relationship with someone else too. Um, so, but she, she, she got me to be more open-minded and it was like, you know, meeting somebody online is no different than meeting them in the street. They still strangers, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you still got to be open to getting to know them or whatever, seeing if you got chemistry. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's when you think about that. Cause you could definitely, I met a couple of crazy people in person. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what? I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) you know what? Let me let me get that number back. I think I put the wrong digit on the end. Let me go yeah. and fix that. You never know who you you're dealing with until they really show up. Until the real them show up. Exactly. But yeah, I gave it a shot. The the first time around, I was just like not like seeing. First of all, I barely was seeing anybody that I was interested in, and then maybe like two or three I matched with. It was just kind of hard getting the communication going. So mm. I think maybe I ended up going on a date with one of those and it was so weird. It was like, I'm sitting on this date with this guy and the whole time he's just talking about himself. Like, I feel like <laughs> the entire two, oh, two hours we were sitting there, he was talking about himself. He didn't ask me anything about myself. Oh, wow. And so it was two guys. I lied. There was another guy and just getting to the, um, point of going on a date with one of the guys, it was just like so hard because he was mad and decisive. Like, all right, well, what you want to do? I'm like, you know, I'm trying to keep it. Warning signs. You run to, you know, create an experience for us. He's struggling. And he had just moved into the area. So I'm like, okay, well, what do you like to do? What what are some of the things you like to do? So I can give you some suggestions. So I would give him suggestions. Then he said he wanted to go bowling. Do you like bowling? I personally am not a bowler, but I'm like, whatever. If you want to do that, I'm down. So I give him options, like a nice bowling alley and then a local bowling alley. He's like, well, let's go to the local one. I'm like, well, it's super local. It's local, local. It's not like <laughs> cute. Like, so 
So we go on the date, and the fool is 45 minutes late. Wait, wait, oh, no. wait, 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 Shauna. 45 minutes late. Wait, wait. So you know how you always late. So was mm-hmm. he 45 minutes oh, later than no, you? No, he was, he, he was 45 minutes later. And mind you, I actually was like, I'm going to be on time. And I was late, but I was only five minutes late See? because I'd never been to this bowling alley right. and I missed the exit. No, I'm dead ass serious. Okay. I was only five minutes late, but I text him like, hey, I got a little turned around. I missed my exit, but I'm going to be there in five minutes. And he like, oh, it's cool. I'm on my way to, I'm not there yet. I'm sitting here like shortly turn into like 15 minutes. I'm like, dude, where are you? What are you doing? He's like, this fool's coming from Bowie. No, I'm like, no, no. (laughs) And where was this bowling alley? In Alexandria. Oh, Oh, no. I'm like, sir, you already off to the worst start because you never leave a lady waiting in, in the first place. So then he got there and it was mad annoying because he spent like five minutes talking about something. Damn, you look good. Damn. Oh. Look good. Like walking around me in circles. No, literally circle, no, like circling no, me like okay. a shark, like circling blood or something, sniffing out blood. And he's literally walking around me like, damn, you look good. What a creep. <sighs> this is horrible. Like it is horrible. And it just wasn't, it's the whole night was trash. Like it was just conversation was not great he was a little awkward and then he's like oh this is fun at the end of the night like I'd love to do it again maybe you could show me around I'm like yeah maybe I can and then I, <laughs> and then I thought about it and I text him and I was like honestly I, I didn't feel any real connection here and I don't I don't want to waste your time <laughs> your mind. so let's just let's just say you know we had a night and, and keep it moving and he's yeah. like, all right, if that's how you feel about it, that's how I feel about it. That's what I said. So, <laughs> but yeah, so my first couple of dates online. So after that, I was like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. Let me just leave it alone. And so I did. I stopped with that for like a few months. And then I got bored. I'm like, oh, let's see what's going on. Who out there in these streets? <laughs> I've tried like question. I tried, huh? Were you using the same sites or did you I tried different I, I tried Tinder, I tried Bumble, and I tried Hinge. Those are the only three that I looked into. Because I wasn't trying to tell you to get on match. You know, my friend was like, <laughs> I had another, I had another um girlfriend who met her mate on match, and they um they're actually married now. Okay. She's like, no, like the serious people are a mess. I'm like, man, I'm not trying to pay the date, to be honest. I don't think I'm that pressed about it. So I don't want to pay for an account so I can meet men that I may or may not be interested in. So, but I did get back on there. And it was, I would say it was seemingly better the second time around because I was actually meeting guys that I was interested in initially. But then I, I come into this new era of ghosting. That I've never experienced in my life. <laughs> so like literally talking. Our, the first guy that ghosted me, we were talking, like just chatting back and forth for like two weeks straight. And it was it was weird because it almost felt like how you used to be when you liked a, a guy back in the day, and y'all would be talking all day. 
like mm-hmm. texting in the morning, talking throughout the day, actually talking on the phone because people don't do that anymore. They don't. And that's right? sad. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this might, you know, he seems really cool. I wasn't like super duper like uh, physically attracted to him, but he was okay looking and he had a good personality, seemingly so. And so then he's like, you know, well, instead of all this chat back and forth, like, let's link up, let's go out on a date. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. So we had made plans to go out that Saturday. And then, like, that Thursday, I never heard from him again. I thought he was dead, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I thought like, he was dead. my morning text. Everything in between has changed. I thought this dude was because you know how you like you talking to somebody it's almost like we had an established pattern he would hit me up the morning every morning we would be texting throughout the day we would talk every night on the phone like we'd be on the phone for like two three hours every night before we go to bed so all of a sudden had you looking at your phone like did I miss something did I am I I'm literally thinking no dude service? is dead nope 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 he, he he didn't he's not dead he ghosted me um it was like, oh, wow, that's, well, I'm glad he did it before we got too deep into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you've had a little bit of, you know, a, a time, adventure. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been like a real adventure dating, this new age date. It's not anything like I was used to back in, I feel like, it's so weird because when I was in college, I feel like dating was easy, but maybe it's because I was in a relationship most of the time I was in college. So, um, it was like a dude liked you. He was very clear about that. He pursued you. And okay. if you liked him back, it was that. It was it was very simple. Now mm-hmm. it's like a guy approaches you and says he's interested. And, you know, go you go through the motions with them. And then they ghost you. Or you find out they got a whole nother girlfriend on the side. Or, like it's, or two it's, or three or four. Or two or three. <laughs> or wife. I, I don't know. It's, oh, it's, yep. It's all. It's never. It, it it doesn't ever seem like it's very straight and forward. Like this is my intention. This is what I want. I feel like it's only been like one guy that I've met online dating that was very clear that he liked me. He wanted to pursue me, and um, it didn't work out because I couldn't find a, the connection with him. I wanted to. I tried my best because he was attracted. Like I was physically attracted to him. Yeah. The com- again, the conversation was like it was Ain't like that the worst. Like, <laughs> yes, it's like we would go out on dates, and then like after we would go out, I wouldn't think about him again. So I wouldn't call him or check in on him or text him or nothing. And he'd be like, you know, you can hit me up from time to time, see about him. You didn't even get the urge to want to text this man. I didn't have the urge. He would be texting me like, "Hey, I missed you. I was thinking about you." And I'd be like, "Oh, oh thank oh, okay. you." Yeah. Yeah. And I had to get to a point where I had to cut that, like just cut it off. Like, wow, really nice. And I don't want to waste your time because, you know, I felt like there's a woman out there that will match his energy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the one that's wasting your time just. And you know, going it's not out going anywhere. just for the sake and going out when it's not a real connection. So, right. yeah, dating has been kind of trash for me in the past few years. So, I'm on a mancation right now. <laughs> <laughs> a mancation. Okay, I learned a new word. I like that. Mancation. <laughs> what about I'm you? I'm about Gabrielle? to steal that. Oh my God. I've had so many experiences too. And some of Shauna's experiences resonate right in my spirit. 
<laughs> I have certainly been ghosted by somebody before. Um, seemingly things were going well, same situation, talking on the phone, which is rare mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And then all of a sudden they disappear. And in my case, I ended up running into the dude on a running trail and was like, oh, oh Lord. Well, oh. hi, how you doing? Oh, good to see that you're still breathing. But uh, how, how keep... was he when you saw him? Like you, you're on this trail and like, um, what was that we like? We were like on opposite. There was like a space between us on the trail. Like the, the trail was split where you were going in opposite directions. And it was like, we caught each other's eye and that was it. And kept it <laughs> like running. Like turned your head and kept going. <laughs> <laughs> And it like, was like, I, I, I see you looking at me and you look, and I'm looking at you, but okay. <laughs> ain't saying shit. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Let's go. Right. right. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And even talking of that, like you mentioned, they have wives. Shauna mentioned you have wives, you have girlfriends oh, and I everything done like that. that. Too. So think, <laughs> think about this, like these whole, this whole new, it's not new, but people are talking about it more. Sister wives. Like uh, where these no. women are supposedly okay with their they're in in most cases someone may be legally married to him, mm. but in some cases they are neither one of them are married to him. They just are basically all dating this one man, but he got all these wives and all I these men. That's Nick Cannon's life right now. He's got multiple women. <laughs> <laughs> he's dating at the same time and impregnating. He is being very fruitful and multiplied. messy. He's being messy. Is <laughs> it messy? I don't know. I don't know if it's messy or he has an arrangement with these women. Well, he got right. the money to take care of all these damn kids. So. He does have the money. And my thing is, is being honest about what the nature of your relationship is. So if Nick Cannon is, is coming to these women and being honest and saying like, hey, look, I like you. I might even love you. I love the connection that we have. I enjoy spending time and company with you, but I also want to date other women and they're okay with that. Okay. Cause Jessica White said she was cool with it. She was like, I, my relationship with him was my relationship with him. Mm. And um, I knew that he dated other women. I knew that he slept with other women, but you know, as long as it didn't come back to me, but the problem is all these women getting pregnant and posting the body right. and within months of me, it's just, ugh, ugh, ugh. No, that's my sister. That's no my brother. That's like, my yeah. brother. And he, he's two months older than me. She's five months older than me. What the hell? They all graduating right. together, Nick. Come on, man. But they <laughs> seem to work it out. It's like, it's, like it's, it's seem, I don't see the baby, the, the, the mothers. I don't call them the baby mamas, but the, I don't that's see the mothers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't see the mothers of his children complaining about it. Mariah, At least not Mariah the newer ones. Mariah's in her own lane. She's like, I was gonna say, she don't care about it. My babies, I heard about them babies over there. Uh, but these other, the newest one, I don't see them complaining about it. I think they maybe have an understanding. Like yeah. they, they all taking their little maternity pictures, <laughs> looking like they have <laughs> family in a good relationship, is. and he got he's sending them all the same gifts for Valentine's Day. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, he might, you know what? They might just be sister wives. That's all they, they need to be. do. I mean, just going to move in together. But let me tell y'all right now, I'm not sharing. So I can't, I can't, I'm not sharing. I, I feel you on that. For me. But there's nope. some people who are okay with sharing. And if that is the boat that you want to be on, you go right ahead. Just stay the hell out of my way. Because I'm not. 
But the, I mean, Sean, Sean, I mentioned a great key. Like it's all about the communication. Don't be mm-hmm. trying to dupe someone into right. that, that. And that's it, the problem. Uh, like <laughs> openness is important. Because you're going to find some people who are going to be okay with it, but you just need to be search for those people. Stop trying to right. trick other people or force other people into being into those situations who don't want it. That is, that's the annoying part for me because I've, I found myself in, you know, the situation where I'm unknowingly sharing a man with somebody else. <laughs> like, that's not what I signed up for. When, when we met, when we went out, I was under the impression that you were single. In fact, you told me you've been single for several years. So for me to find out later on down the line that you're actually in a relationship. And of course, once he gets caught, he doesn't want to admit it. It's always something mm-hmm. confusing. Well, we technically not together anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all just mm-hmm. live in the same house when your name is on it. <laughs> ladies, ladies, if there is oh, ever yeah. a conversation between you and a gentleman, <laughs> cough, cough, really, not really. Um, <laughs> and he tells you that he is living with his baby mama, ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, or whatever she may be, but they sleeping in separate rooms or they just roommates, he lies. he's lying there is no way you're gonna tell me i'm splitting all the bills with this man i'm you know everything i go on dates he goes on dates nothing happens in between i mean there may be someone who can argue that this happens every day but the chances of it really being effective and living in an environment with someone who you say you're not in a relationship with is slim not, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Especially, I mean, if they have kids together, even if they don't have kids together, they've been right. sleeping together. It's gonna be a night where it's gonna be like, you know what, that old thing Those is right there across the room. Jumping. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't going for that, and it was annoying too because I really, really liked him. Like we had a really, really great time together. But I was like, yeah, I, I can't abide by this. And he really tried to be mad. And that's like, you know what I. What I found that some of these men, because this is like, it was like the second time a guy had done this to me within like a five to six month span where we were dating, things were going well, something happened. I found out your ass is cheating or you got a whole double life. You live in a double <laughs> life. And then I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. And I made it very clear to him, I'm, I'm ending this relationship and this is the reason why. Like, you've been lying to me. I can't believe it. And he wanted me to put my life on hold. Like, let me just figure out my situation and then, like, me, let's still be friends. Can we at least be friends? Sir. No, can't be friends. Sir. That was never the intent. No. We wasn't friends in the first place. So we're not doing that. And right. then he tried to hit me with the, but I love you shit. Up. Oh, like, oh, so they you try trying to manipulate me. Yes, they tell you what they think. You're trying you to manipulate. Hear. I'm not 12. I'm not some 16-year-old little girl. You're not going to sit here and say, oh, I love you. Like, that's going to make me be like, okay, let me forget the fact that he's been lying to me this entire time. He's a double-minded man living a double life with a whole nother woman. And just because you say, I love you, I'm supposed to be like, all right, cool. I'll work. And if you really believe that trash that's coming out of your mouth, you Literally. need some some serious I, I swear, I tell these men out here, I'm like, you know what? You must have been in relationship with women that were hurt <laughs> and have little, little, you know, anything for themselves. They don't care, like little care about what's going on. They just like, okay, I'll accept it because they just want to be loved. But 
you came across the one that's going to tell you, go shit yourself. This is not happening. We're not going to move forward with this, you know? And I think there needs to be more women who speak out and say no versus, you know, well, I, I've been told I'm a bitch when, <laughs> when you try to <laughs> approach me, like, damn, why you gotta be, so- why are you wasting my time, sir? But I'd rather be that way up front than. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, at this age, I'm in my thirties and, um, if I'm dating a guy, I want to be very clear about the reason why we're dating. You know what exactly. I'm saying? If it's a casual thing, let's be clear that it's casual. But if it's not casual and we both like are dating for the purpose of like getting potentially getting into a relationship mm-hmm. and you're telling me one thing and I'm finding out it's something different, I'm not dealing with that. Like I don't have a lot of time on this planet to waste on somebody okay. whose intentions and values are not aligned with mine. Mm. I can keep it moving. You said snap, casual. Snap, snaps to that. <laughs> casual dating. Can you, what, what is your definition or how do you, you know, explain <clears throat> casual dating? For me, casual dating is very simple. If we have not agreed to be in a committed monogamous relationship, we are casually dating. Or if you're like in a relationship with more than one person, but all of y'all agree that y'all in the relationship with each other. Okay. Oh, okay. Sound like, sound like one of our coworkers. <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna be. <laughs> Who always be trying to get everybody to agree that we should all just be let it go and let it flow. Everybody, everybody can see everyone. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's not gonna be fine. It's gonna be all good till it ain't. <laughs> Somebody mm. gonna catch feelings. Somebody gonna break the rules of engagement, and then it's all hell's gonna break loose. <laughs> yeah. And I guess my thing is when I think of casual dating, especially because I, I'm pretty sure a good portion of the people that are casually dating are sleeping together at some point. It's just for me, I'm just like, at what point do you say, you know, uh, protection wise being, in, it's not even just in that act of intimacy with that person, but just in general, protecting yourself saying you're not into casual dating because you don't know how many other people they're sleeping with. Mm-hmm. like that's exactly for me i'm just like casual dating brings up so many different but casual dating doesn't mean that you have to be sleeping with the person true true that you're dating them but you're not dating them exclusively so but how often though are people people uh, but i'm like but really how often are people not sleeping together <laughs> i mean Nowadays, if you go I've, I've dated guys that i haven't slept with like when i on multiple dates with them they didn't for months and not slept with them Okay. Uh, and I've dated guys that I slept with on the second date. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's the it's the vibe. It depends, you know, on if the it's vibe. right, it's right. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, but um, but like I said, I think it's all about being clear about your intentions in a relationship. And the truth of the matter is, a lot of times when you are casually dating somebody, if you guys really do like each other, somebody is going to catch feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So, I always say, you know, relationships are constantly evolving and you have to constantly renegotiate the terms of your relationship. So it's to a point where like your feelings are a lot deeper and you're wanting a more committed relationship. I Mm -hmm. think I think you ought to honor those feelings and communicate that to whoever you're dating. And then they have the right to say, you know what, I really like you and I want to move in that direction with you. And they also or have I the don't. Right to say, I, I'm not interested. I like you and I'm not interested. And you need to make that choice whether 
you can accept being in a non-exclusive relationship because that's just you just want to be with that person that bad. Or if you can't handle it, then you need to walk away from it. Right. We don't need you being on Lamar show or the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> we don't need you out here acting crazy because you know what's going on already. And then you come out here and you acting like you want to meet the person's being girl. honest. But there are a lot of people out here not being honest. Yeah, that's the problem. It's, it's, it's so much like dishonesty out here. And that's the most annoying thing is this. Like thinking you on one y'all on the same page and you're not. Right. right. The deceit that they're not communicating. We talked about this a few episodes ago. We're not communicating. Hello. Or they're communicating and they're lying. Yes. But you know it what? Really selfish. Oh it's my so, God. It comes down to being selfish. You don't want to tell the truth because of your fear that you're going to lose your relationship with that person. Yeah. But instead, you're going to put them in a compromising situation where you end up hurting them and you ultimately probably will end up losing them anyway. So it's better to be honest up front because you never know. They might be like, I'll play your game for a while. You never know. And you you said it right. You said they're being selfish. I think so many people out here in relationships are selfish. We Mm -hmm. are so selfish and we only think about ourselves. But when you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship with someone else and not just yourself. So you can't only think about you in a situation because it impacts someone else. And I think that's where... I don't see how, but things get all mixed up and people can't get their stuff together. So I just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm glad I don't have to do it. I'm glad I don't have to do it. God bless you. Right. (laughs) God bless you. It's definitely, it's not easy though. It's, it's not easy. And I think some people have to realize, you know, it's kind of going back to the old days courting. Mm -hmm. Half of these people out here don't even know what courting is. They couldn't tell no. you what it means to court someone. And, you know, a good example of that is the Duggars, even though there's a lot of stuff that goes on that people talk about with them. But <laughs> to talk about, <laughs> the, I mean, to think about it, like, I mean, some of them, like, they don't hold hands. They don't, they're not in a room alone. They're not even on a phone alone. Like, they want to make sure if I'm communicating with this person that I'm communicating for the right reasons because their whole reason with dating is what? To get married. It's not just to date. Like mm-hmm. what are your intentions in communicating with this individual? And nowadays now, ain't nobody courting nobody. I mean, no, there are people courting people, but very few and far in between. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been courted lately, Gabrielle? <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> um. No, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I'm trying to think if I've ever been courted. <laughs> um, that's just the kind of world I feel like we're living in at this point. Maybe back in high school. <laughs> but since then, it's all fun and games with people. They just want to have what they want or. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you go out with somebody and because you're not willing to to play the game, they mm-hmm. disappear and they ghost you. And that's fine by me because. Yeah. Save me the time and the energy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, when I think of courting, I think there's a little, some of it's a little too extreme for me. Like, I don't even think I would expect my child to saying he's courting and, oh, you can't hold hands. You can't, I'm not saying any of that. However, I want my child to understand when you get into these relationships or you're having intimate conversations with someone, it is important that 
you and that individual are on the same page. You, mm -hmm. your intentions of what you hope to get from those conversations or the relationship, whatever type of relationship you're having is laid out on the table. That yeah. would be my hope that comes from the courting. Not necessarily the physical portion that doesn't come. I'm not saying you should have to have sex, but I'm just saying in general, just being able to really lay things out on the table is what yeah, you would look about like just kind of like dating with intention. I feel yes. like, you know, I I I had a really at least the best example I had of that in recent history was a guy who I did actually have to meet on Tinder. Um and we went out we several times and I I I made it very clear because I was just kind of getting back into dating that um that I wasn't interested in anything like super casual. So I was like, you know, there's definitely not going to be any sex without commitment for me. I just wasn't interested in that. Um, and I really wanted to spend time like with us focusing on really getting to know each other and see if we really, really liked each other and wanted to pursue something later on if we really had that connection. And he was like, yeah, I'm down with that. Like, let's just, let's, let's date, let's see where it goes. And um, we had a great time. Like we, we, Again, we spent a lot of time, like, not just talking on the phone, texting throughout the day, going on multiple dates throughout the week. I mean, he had me feeling like I was in the Love Jones or something. He was planning, like, dates <laughs> for me, you know, you know, have, having a nice little pregame at the house, um, always coming by with, like, flowers and a, a bottle of wine to start out the day before, you know, we go on to the next you know, dinner and then hit a night out on the town. Like we would have so much fun together. Like I was like, I hadn't felt like a connection like that with a man in like a really, really long time. And it felt like good to have a guy that seems like no nonsense was clear about what he wanted um, and was, you know, intentional about pursuing me and, you know, and didn't pressure me for sex at all. Like didn't, yep it up didn't like would literally come like he by the time I felt comfortable with enough to invite him to my home he would come and we would talk we would be up talking until three o'clock in the morning and he mm -hmm. would never ever try to violate or make me uncomfortable you know what I'm saying like it, it I ended up eventually initiating sex with him because I really really and I broke my own rule right I broke my own <laughs> sex with him because I liked him that much um and he initiated the commitment conversation with me. Like I didn't even have to bring it up to him. So that was the closest like example of courting that I had in recent history where I felt like we were dating each other with intention and very intentional about what we wanted and where we were going. But you know, it was good until it wasn't. Yeah. And he ghosted me. Oh no. Oh no. I was, that was not what I was hoping from that story. I didn't see that caught me all the way off guard, all the way off guard. Like it, I I couldn't tell you for the life of me <laughs> what was going on with that. And I don't. And when I was talking to one of my male friends about it, because when me and him started dating, he was like not even six months divorced from his previous marriage and he was like you know he might have got a little scared that things was going so well and it yeah. caused him to kind of like 
pop the brakes because yeah. the last relationship didn't end well at all. So like, and that's the thing, like, I, I don't even know what it was, what happened. Um, things were going well. Things were too seemed, well, too well for him. Maybe too well. I don't know. Things seemed so perfect. It almost felt like a dream. Like it, that's how good I felt when I was around him. Oh, there were things. There was only one thing that I was not completely happy with about him, but I was willing to overlook that one thing and accept it for what it was because, like everything else, seemed just like too good to be true. But then yeah. it disappeared. I don't know, <laughs> like a ghost in thin air. <laughs> you know, I I just I'm thinking back, and it's just like every time I dated these guys who I thought would be perfect for me Mm -hmm. like everything I dreamt of or wanted in a relationship shit never worked like you know I wanted this that and the other but they gotta be fit they gotta be you know over six foot I mean I'm tall so it's hard I've dated a short guy ain't nothing is nobody and no relationship is going to be perfect um I don't know. There are certain things that I will accept and certain things that I won't accept. And I'm not going to um, settle for just any old thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, for being in a polyamorous relationship. Oh, Lord. There, there you go. That's this. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, what would be the perfect guy for you? Or, yes, what are you looking for? How about that? Now we're going to sell ourselves. Here we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> Look, here, go, here go the matchmaker. Because yeah. I don't know what the perfect guy is. I don't, I don't, I've never met the perfect guy in my life. Uh, if, if the guy was perfect, he would have, you know, his own great career where he makes enough money to sustain himself and don't have to ask me to support him. But I'm thankful that I've never met a man that's asked me to support him. Every man that I've ever, you know, dated casually or otherwise has been able to support himself. So that's never been an issue. Um, For me, the, you know, what I want is a guy that is honest, um, a guy that has his own life outside of me, but we are able to blend our lives together. Mm. Yes. Say it again. Say it again. I'm sorry. (laughs) Take you to church, huh? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I want a man that is not double-minded. I want a man that knows what he wants, says it, and means it. Somebody that commits. Like, his word really is his bond. Like, mm-hmm. say what you mean, and your actions back that up. Uh, and I want right. a guy that, you know, like, I always look for the guy that makes me laugh. I always look for the guy that I can have a connection with. I want the guy that I can talk about anything and everything and nothing at all with. And somebody I can you know, have experiences and adventures with and share comfortable silence with. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, I, I don't feel like, you know, I'm just looking for quality in character in a man. Like good character, good qualities, and you know, we'll figure out the rest. But you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like money and things like that, I don't worry about that because I have my own and because of the station in life I'm in, I also attract a lot of men who are established in their own right as well. So that's not really an issue for me. For me, the character is where I always end up having an issue with guys. It's this honesty that turns me off. And that's the most common issue that I've run into 
Hell the truth. My life with dating <laughs> is the lack of honesty and transparency in relationships. Mm-hmm. What about you, Gabrielle? What you got over there? Um, I think for me, I can't say that there's a perfect guy because I'm not perfect. Um, so what I would look for in an ideal relationship, I I want what my parents have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of the qualities that Shauna just mentioned. They share, you know, quiet time where they they're okay and they're comfortable in that. They laugh together. They watch they watch Wheel of Fortune and, and the news together and get tickled over the littlest things. Mm-hmm. They get into arguments and it could be some some seemingly hot and sizzling moments, but afterwards they're able to sit down and say, you know what, I'm sorry. I was you you hit a nerve or I was having a moment and I was wrong. And how can we work on not hitting these bumps in the road again um and they have similar interests they like to travel they like to and they're both both very family oriented and I want that too like I want someone who's want who wants to have children I want to have children mm-hmm. um and who can communicate huh. through, communication through is key all of that because probably like the hardest part of relationships is the communication part yeah that's true because we all have different ways of communicating or styles of communicating Mm -hmm. and I think that's even me being married my husband says well why do you do this why do you do that and I'm just like why do you do half the shit you do (laughs) (laughs) because there's no right or wrong it's just that we all speak a different love language but we all speak a different language when it comes to certain things too like what I need and what you need is not the same thing yeah and we got to remember that like part of that communicating is talking and Telling that person what it is you need or expect mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. Because I think that's where we sometimes drop the ball. Yeah, especially when you're having those miscommunications, being able to communicate about that. Like yeah. to say, hey, when I said this, this is what I meant. And then that person being able to say, oh, well, when you said that, I thought you meant. Right. That <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> it's never what you think it is. It's always something else. The misinterpretation, I think, is a, I know it's a common thing in my household. It's like that's not what I meant. Or when I raise my voice, it's because I'm passionate about something. And I think sometimes when someone hears someone raising their voice, they think, okay, why are you so angry? Like, did I strike a nerve? What's going on? But sometimes it's just because I'm passionate about what we're talking about. And unfortunately, I got a little excited. <laughs> I got to get it out. Mm. So, yeah. That's just my thoughts. What What do you guys think about dating outside of your race? I'm all for it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I missed that, Shauna. What'd you say? I said to each his own. It's not. It's not. It's not for you. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm cool with other people dating outside their race. It's not my personal preference. Mm-hmm. I prefer to date black men. I find them the most attractive. Um. That's not to say I would not date outside my race. I tried going on a date with a Filipino man. And it wasn't my thing. It's not my jam. <laughs> so you you tried it. I, you you gave I mean, it a try. We, 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 I mean, if I met the a man that I was attracted to and we had, you know, some type of connection beyond the physical attraction and he happened to not be a black man, sure, I'd be open to it. But um, it's not my personal preference. I feel you on that. I mean, outside of my race that I find attractive that aren't on the television. <laughs> I was going to say that aren't. Literally. <laughs> In real life, those guys don't. I don't know where those guys are. 
They selling us these damn lost, lost souls that don't really exist. I've never seen Brad Pitt walking down the street. I've never seen him. I haven't seen George Clooney either. Don't know where he's at. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't Those know. are two handsome guys. Those are handsome yeah, guys. Oh. I know. Wait, what's that guy's name that played? Oh, he has like the really like blue eyes. Is it blue? Is it the blue, blue? Type guy? He has like no. He has like the long hair. He plays in one of these like Avenger oh, type movies. Talking about the guy that plays Thor. Yes, no, Aquaman. Oh. Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman. Yeah. Those guys. Yes. Yeah. Now, look, man, he come out of that water like Game of Thrones. He was <laughs> Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa. He's fine. Yes. I, yeah, we'll take I don't that. See one. those walking down the street? Where they at? Where they at? Where they I feel like I've seen them, but not necessarily they've been attracted to me or, or. That is the other part too. Like you may like, obviously you can't force someone to be attracted to you, but it's like, you're attracted to someone and they, maybe they have a fear of dating outside of their circle or what they're used to is how I should put it. So that could be. Yeah. And I think too, it goes back to the communication piece. It's like, okay, we could be attracted to one another, but can we get past some of these, uh, cultural barriers in the communication right. uh, that would add a layer of potential miscommunication. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the only thing that I would be a little bit worried about is, uh, bringing them home to the family. <laughs> well, you know, not being awkward. I think, I mean, I think my family would be, oh, I mean, I think they would probably be weirded out if I brought a guy of a different race home because I, I'm just not known to date guys outside of my race. Now, the men, they dibble and dabble in everything. <laughs> they, they date everything. But if I brought somebody, they'd probably be like, are you sick? Is, is everything okay? Like, <laughs> not are you sick. <laughs> and, and it's funny you say that because my family thought I was crazy because most of the time I date outside of my race and I did not marry outside of my race. So, and it, it wasn't that I, you know, that's just who God chose for me and who I'm with, but it's not, you know, it was one of those things. They were just like, Leandra, he's (laughs) like, yeah, I know. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> it's like they were shocked they were trying to just figure out was he the right guy coming through the door did he get you know what happened <laughs> so I don't know I don't know and I, and I also think about it I'm not 100% sure if I want kids or not I've been more open to it in recent years than before in my life because before it was just not top of mind not um, something that I really aspired to but I think since since my little nephew has come into this world, he is, he is, thank you, thank you, he has made my ovaries jump a little bit, okay, and, um, yeah, he gets all the pictures on her phone, oh my god, literally, the majority of the pictures (laughs) on my phone are of him, it's very annoying, it's very annoying, it's not annoying, because she goes, oh, look at him, isn't he so cute, (laughs) and you know what, he came and, and stayed with me for, like, you know, an extended weekend, just me and him. And he got on my nerves. He tested my patience. But I still was like, I can't even be mad at him because he's only two years old. Well, I'm, how am I be mad at a two-year-old? Like, he's so precious. Oh and I still, and I missed That's him great. when he left. As, as a new mm-hmm. I missed him when he left. Yes. 
Yes, yes. I but can, isn't that I what we want in a relationship it. too? Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It, it's weird because I said, like, when I was ready to have kids, I was just like, okay, well, I'm giving up this, that, and the other. But every time I look at this little boy, I swear there's nothing I miss. Like I enjoy spending every minute with him. Like last night, I was just like, I must be doing something right. So he was talking to Echo. So we have Alexa and we have Echo and he goes, Echo, play whatever he wanted it to play. And so she starts playing it and he starts dancing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'm like, it's time for bed. And he knows we have a routine. So he's like, okay. He goes, Echo, stop, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so I, I was tickled pink. I was just like, well, I'm doing something right, damn it. I mean, he was saying, please, to <laughs> So, you know, those, those are the things. And I think important when it comes to children, like you, you brought up children, especially during this whole dating thing, mm -hmm. it's important to talk about this sooner than later, especially at our age. We yeah. need to talk about it now. We can't wait until six, seven months in. And then you find out you didn't waste six or seven months mm -hmm. because that person no, you know, does not have that same need or desire to have a family. So I think that's something that women sometimes we, we, push to the back burner, or if you have children, don't hide your children, don't hide your family, talk about what, you know, what's going on in your life, be honest. I think that's another thing that happens with children, because if you've been married before and you get out of that relationship, I think that's one of the fears. For me as a married woman, I think about that. Like if I wasn't married, I already have a kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, at my age, I'm expecting that guys know that, you know, she probably has a kid, she may or may not, mm -hmm. but putting my child into a situation where he's basically dating me but he has to like my child my child has to bond with you too because if it doesn't work on that end I don't care what that relationship is with that person I'm dating right I ever had to deal with that so that that's a lot that goes into it I think a lot of single moms out there are struggling with you know bringing individuals around their children or having that connection but it doesn't work on the side of the children so that's a concern but timing is everything. I mean, you obviously don't want to introduce your kid to every Tom, Dick, and Harry yeah. that comes through the door. Um, that, that's the problem with these <laughs> women out here. They get You can't be having your child calling one person, Mr. Something, Mr. Smith. Then you got the other one coming over. Hey, Mr. John. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uncle. Wait, well, that's uncle. uncle. Did I, was you <laughs> I was watching a recent episode of um, Housewives. And, and the girl drew like she's married to one guy and her son um her current husband is not her son. oh yes yes she was saying how you know when when my husband first came around we were dating I had her call him calling my husband uncle calling him uncle Rob or whatever <laughs> you know when we got married he's like mom you married uncle such as this like don't call that man uncle. Call him Mr. Whoever. You right. Mm -hmm. or something, but you ain't calling nobody no uncle. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's a challenge that's going on right yeah. now. Just trying to figure that out. Well, and on the flip side of it too, because dating, even if you have a child or you don't, dating someone with a child yeah. is, oh, is mm -hmm. a whole nother that's dynamic. A I had to wrap my head around um it, being able to date somebody with a kid because I always for a while I was like you know I ain't got no kids I don't want to deal with nobody else's baggage and anybody mm -hmm. else's children um so that's something that kind of 
scares me a little bit about dating is having to acclimate to someone else's child and um, mm-hmm. whether they'll like me or not and whether I'm like in the relationship yeah, and with that's, the mom. The, that's the biggest thing is hoping that there's no drama that comes along with that because that I can't mm-hmm. I can't do that that's one of the first questions yeah, I ask somebody scary. if they have a kid. What's the re- yeah. what's your relationship like with that child's mother? Mm-hmm. If she if she got yeah. problems and issues with you dating and she got that jealous streak, we got issues. Because why is she feeling like that in the yeah. first place? If you're like, what's going on? That's and a some, problem. And sometimes people will tell you more than you ever even have to ask. I remember going out on a date with a guy and he just was talking it up about his children's mother. How she wasn't this, she wasn't that. She wanted alimony, she wanted this. He was having custody of the kids for an extended period of time. So he asked for child support to be relieved during that time period. And she said no. And I remember in the wait, back of wait, my head. Wait, this was a date? Yes, girl. Oh, and hell I don't know. And, and, two, and five minutes into him oh, talking, oh. I was like, oh my God, where is the exit? I, I <laughs> got to get up out of here. I mean, all- I, you should share, but. <laughs> sharing needs to happen in increments you can't be just unloading on me but right. look i appreciate his candor because i did not waste any more time <laughs> <after> that. <laughs> that's all i needed and it, and it wasn't that he had a child it was because for one for me the turnoff would have been how he was speaking mm-hmm. about the mother of his mm-hmm. children or his child and i think men have to understand that if you out here talking bad about your child's mother the person that you decided to lay down and have right. a child with mm-hmm. because stuff mm-hmm. didn't go right. How are you going to treat me if something happened yeah, between us? That, that, that's what you're going to say about me. me. It's not even just like if you talk about your child's mother like that. If you talk about your ex really nasty, mm-hmm. like to me, mm-hmm. I don't want to. It, it makes me feel like, well, what are you going to say about me if our relationship don't work out? You going to go around dogging me out in the streets too? Like, right. And number one, I don't want to spend our day talking about your ex. Say that again. She's your ex for a reason. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about me. Let's whatever the past is is the past. It don't need to be discussed unless it's going to affect our present and our future. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think we as women have to realize that we got to know the boundaries when it comes to these relationships with our children, but also dating men Mm. with children setting those boundaries with the child's mother with because as a as a woman it's just like well this child's going to take up time from your relationship because it is you have to go into it knowing that them being a father or you know a mother it's going to take away from the time that is spent Mm -hmm. with you and you have to be willing to sacrifice and willing to make that child a priority too, to a certain extent, because it may not be your child, but it becomes a priority. It's like, okay, well, you go ahead and spend time with your child. Like, you know, you got to put yourself in the back burner for a second. To be right? honest, oh, that's yeah, been my biggest struggle when I've talked to anybody that has kids. Like the moment it happens at least three or four times where they're like, hey, I got to go because mm-hmm. I need to go do this with my child. And not that on the one hand, I can appreciate that their child is a priority, but on the other hand, I'm like, dang, I'm always on the back burner. And mm-hmm. I don't... I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to jump into a relationship like that. Right. Um, balance, balance. I think that's what people have to learn is balance. When you have children and you're trying to date, you got to find a, a happy medium because otherwise someone's getting left out or getting the short end of the stick. So being able to find that balance, I think that's a hard 
task, oh, sure. but it's needed. I, I, yeah, mm, I can't be nobody's stepmama, <laughs> y'all. I'm telling y'all the honest to God yeah. truth. I, I'm being honest. I could, I tell my husband all the time. I said, for me, I went into my relationship. No, I can't be a stepmom because when I do have children, I I want to be selfish. I want my child to be able to have your attention. I want you to be at all of his t-ball games or whatever it may be, his baseball games, his whatever events. I want you to be there, and not have something else preventing you from going. I mean, outside of work and things like that, but not another child because you chose to do whatever. And I took, you know, that's just my, I can't do it. I knew that. And I said that going into it, like, I can't be a stepmom. I did not sign up to be a stepmom and I will not be a stepmom. Yeah. And even people who think that they know what they're getting into. I think one of the biggest situations or uh, stories that stuck out to me was watching Jada Pinkett talk on Red Table Talk. Mm -hmm. Um, will smith's first wife and um how when they were dating you know she was okay with him having been married before and having a child from that relationship and she was like you know so that's that's we cleared the decks on that we're good to go let's get it popping and then when they got into it she was like oh "Oh, wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) this is more than i bargained for right right Right. um so a lot that comes with that baggage that's baggage that is more than 18 years. Don't be lying. That 18 years ain't nothing. That's the rest of your yeah. life. Understand yeah. that it is not just 18 years. 18 yeah. years may be the boundaries of the relationship that the child has with mm-hmm. their own mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You want to overstep. Um, trying mm-hmm. to be too, too like the like their second mom or something. Like you don't ever want to come in like you're trying to replace someone else because you can never replace the child's mother or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's a, a very, very, very bad situation and and an unhealthy dynamic you know in the relationship so um I don't know I I I would prefer to date somebody without kids and I will say I've been um for the most part most of the guys that I have dated didn't have kids um but you know I'm getting up there in age and and a lot of people at my age have children so it's something that I'm I'm more open to now but I don't want to meet the kid for quite for quite some time. Like I don't want to talk to the kid. I don't want the kid to know that I exist until we are very, very clear <laughs> about who we are to each other and in each other's lives and our commitment to each other. And yeah. we so would you would you say that is like let's say you're moving to the next step of possibly engagement would be sometime before that, sometime after Probably. that. Probably. I think before before engagement I would definitely want to meet and try to establish some type of relationship and connection with the child because if we're talking about engagement we're talking about spending our lives together so Mm -hmm. the child is going to be in our lives like I'm going to be a part of the child's life child's going to be a part of my life so we need to establish a relationship and some level of comfort with each other before we be on that round but before before commitment absolutely not I don't want to meet your child I want to know that the child exists I want to know that you have a healthy relationship with the child. I want to know that you have a healthy working relationship, co-parenting relationship with the child's mother and nothing beyond that. Um, But before we are uh, in agreement that we're in a committed monogamous relationship, I'm not interested in meeting your child. I don't want to. That's just me. No, I got you. I agree. I agree with that one wholeheartedly. Makes sense, I swear. Especially, God bless y'all. Especially for the sake of the child, because children don't ask to be here. They don't ask mm-hmm. for these situations, uh-huh. and they don't need a whole lot of confusion about, okay, well, uh, mommy or daddy is with this person one week, 
they didn't work they didn't work out why why and you know kids the way they turn let me tell you they ain't nothing but recorders like yeah such and such was at the house and then such and such came the next day you can't be having your child you know they put you on front street right into family functions please yeah and you don't know how they're internalizing it sometimes they take that stuff personal like why is everybody sticking around is it because of me what am i you know you just and you don't want them to have that experience um, or feeling like that either so right so speaking on this like sexless relationships so we we talked about like someone having kids we talked about you know these dating sites and casual dating but sexless relationships or dating Mm -hmm. we should say what do you guys think about that i'm a proponent of it i have spent a long period of time in my adult life being celibate so um i'm definitely all for it it's difficult it's a hard world out there i was gonna say that's <laughs> hard girl i was just like oh okay it is right and, and i would say for me it wasn't difficult from a standpoint of like feeling the pressure or feeling like oh i really like this person i want to i want to change my mind on this it's difficult because a lot of times people aren't willing to go the distance there that's they run for the hills immediately. Like, if yeah. I can't test the waters, then I ain't trying to, I'm not even trying to get to know you. And I'm like, well, if you're not trying to get to know me, then there's no point in going down that that path. You ain't getting out the shallow end, sir. You're going to stay your ass right in there where you belong. <laughs> you shallow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I always, I, I'm the type of person that goes through long stints of celibacy anyway so um sex is not like top priority for me in a relationship it is important eventually I do want to be able to connect with somebody physically in in addition to you know the mental and emotional aspect of it but um and that's why like I said with the other guy that I was the one that did eventually ghost me like we were dating for a while without sleeping together because I I wanted to be in a committed relationship. I wanted to establish foundation before we had a physical relationship with each other. And I'm actually glad that we did because, you know, sexually it was not, it wasn't a great experience for me when we did eventually have sex, but because I liked him so much, it didn't bother me. It was not a deal breaker for me because um, I feel like I've had a couple of situations with a guy that I really liked where the sexual chemistry necessarily wasn't there initially, but because we did like each other so much, we're both willing to work on that aspect and figure out what we each like and what will satisfy us in the sexual relationship. And it became like one of the better sexual experiences I've had. So I feel like if you can develop like that, you know, more emotional attachment, you know, and commitment prior to establishing just the sex. And that's not to say that if you have sex fast, that it won't work out because right. it can still work out either. There's no science to it, right? They're right. Yeah. with each other on the first date and they married a lifetime. And some people who wait forever and they eventually have sex and they still don't work out. So you, you never really know. But mm-hmm. um, sex is not something I'm okay with waiting um to to engage in sex um but i don't want to be in a sexless relationship indefinitely <laughs> because I <laughs> sex. so eventually we need to get there 
um, we need to work on that and um, establish that connection. But I think that the connection outside of sex is just as important, if not more important than the sexual aspect of the relationship for me. I definitely agree with you guys. And I think we, in the beginning, you guys made it very clear that I was the one not dating. However, I mentioned dating your, you need to date your spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, And it comes, you know, I think what people think when they get married, oh, I know I'm going to be sleeping with this one person forever. Right. And and, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You sleep with this one person forever. And that is a scary, scary thing. And I can understand why some people are like, eh, I don't know if I want to get married because just one person and I can't change if I don't like it. Shauna mentioned there were other things about the person you you learn and you like when you find out more about the person. So mm-hmm. having a sexless relationship for me, I would say would be hard right now, obviously being married, but prior to being married and being able to like court someone in my, my definition of courting, I think it would be doable. And I think it would be beneficial mm-hmm. for someone to do that because I don't want to get to the point where in your marriage, you go through spurts where you're just like, okay, sex is great. I don't need it right now because you have so much else going on. You're trying to be in my case, a parent, you're trying to be, you know, super mom, get into this, that, and the other, but you're also trying to take care of home because let's be honest, ladies, taking care of home falls on the women. Mm-hmm. And even though that's one of those, you know, traditions from way back when, but when somebody looks at your home and it ain't right, it ain't him he's looking at, they looking at your ass. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times we are tired because we're being mommy, we're being, you know, a wife. It's so much, we put so much, we cook in dinner. And I'm not saying men don't cook. I'm not saying men don't clean. But a lot of those things fall on women. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just like, man, sometimes I'm tired. I am tired. So being able to make that time, I think it's important. And it is something that I am learning to be better at. You got to make time for your spouse. But mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things. I, you got to remember to date. So that's why I tell myself dating, going out, doing stuff, keeping the spark once you do get to the point where you are married, like keeping the spark alive, doing stuff that maybe not necessarily what in the beginning worked, but just because you change over time. Your needs change, your wants change, but being able to continue to make that conscious effort to like show the person that you do love them and you appreciate them, you want Mm -hmm. to create experiences with them. Um, because I feel like in most relationships, what you remember about them are the experiences that you have with each other. Yeah. Nostalgia. That's the thing that brings those fond memories. So, but you can't do that if you're in the same mundane routine mm-hmm. over and over again. And, you know, for, for marriage, marriage is intended to be a lifetime partnership with somebody. Right. And it's easy to get stuck in a rut after a while and stuck in a routine mm-hmm. um, where you not necessarily you, you I guess you forget to put forth that effort, effort. So, mm-hmm. yeah yes. I think it, yeah I think it is important for you to be dating your spouse keeping yep. it fresh going whether it's having a date night or planning a vacation you know every year because um I remember I was listening to this um this other podcast of this married couple and you know, the husband was saying, like, you know, I've for a while, like, it seemed like the only time we was having a good time is, you know, if I was taking her out on vacation, it's like, well, I gotta spend money to go and 
you know, have a good experience with you. But, you know, after a while, he came to realize is that, like, you know, these creating these new experiences with each other is what brings us closer and keeps us bonded. So he was like, you know, you light up when we're going on these venture adventures together. And yeah, like it might be costly, but it does end up being worthwhile because it makes your bond, it sustains your bond with each other. It keeps it fresh. It keeps it fun. Um, because life can, like I said, life can get very routine and very mundane. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I see your point when you say I do have to date my spouse. Like I have to make that effort to, for both of you to feel appreciated. With right. Especially, in relationships. Yeah. It yeah. takes patience and it takes, you know, I think practice makes permanent. Like mm-hmm. remember that when you're dating and you're not quite to that altered time frame yet, practice makes permanent. The things that you expect or want in a marriage, start practicing early. Yeah. That's my suggestion. Like practice those things. Like tell that person you're dating what you expect from a husband. Maybe they're not your husband yet, but if you don't speak it into existence, they don't understand what you are hoping or wanting out of that. Because mm-hmm. so, it's not the same. Dating and marriage is not the same. And what you want from the person you're dating and what you want from the person you're married to. That is the key that my mother tells me over and over and over again. And some days I'm like, lady, if you say that to me one more time. <laughs> and she is like, dating is, I mean, marriage is not an extension of dating. She was like, if you think when you get married, it's the same as dating, you are in for an eye opener. Um, and not to say that you shouldn't date, you know, she's all for dating in your marriage or whatever, but she's like, it's it's not the same because it's not those cute butterflies and y'all just going out and having fun. The, the realities of life are sprinkled into that experience too. Yeah, <laughs> like life decisions. <laughs> right, you know, you got Here. bills, you got, you got assets on the line, you got kids and and, Trials and, and tribulations. Woo. Yes. You got tons of them. <laughs> but you know, you know, in any relationship, uh, we got to remember that it takes hard work. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to be willing to put in hard work. If we want success out of our dating lives, we have to go into these relationships or these dates with the correct intentions. Mm-hmm. So our intentions have to be, you know, clear. What is it that you're looking for and not, you know, being honest, being honest and upfront. I think that's important too. I 100% agree. That's the part I'm trying to, you know, work on. Uh, I don't have a problem with honesty. It's other people that have a problem with honesty. <laughs> Those damn men. I mean, women lie too, y'all. Women lie. To, that's oh, not absolutely. be honest. Everybody lies at some I, point. I'm just not, I just don't. <laughs> I, I can be 100. If I don't like you, I can tell you I don't like you. If I'm into you, I tell you I'm into you. I, it ain't going to be no gray area with me. It's going to be very clear. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it doesn't have well, to be that complicated. Right. You're right. You're right. This has been a really good conversation today. I really appreciate you guys sharing because, you know, I don't know what really goes on in 2021 dating, but I've learned a lot. I've learned a little bit. I can take take back to some things I need to think about as a wife. So I appreciate you guys and thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Her Crown. Bye. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Her Crown Podcast. And please subscribe like and share if you care until next time let's remain supreme queens